So that's where signature strengths really come into play, right? Because it's not just about what you can do well. It's about what you can do well and enjoy. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Okay, it's Scott, but you're not going to hear from me in this episode because I'm taking some of our HTYC advice and I'm stepping away from work and this time for an entire month to be able to spend time with my family and unplug. So I'm not going to be on this episode. I am leaving you in great hands of the Happen to Your Career team. I know you're going to love it. Hey, everybody. It's Kate. Cindy and I are back today taking over the podcast yet again. Hey, Cindy. Hey, Kate. Can you believe they let us do this again? I think that they probably haven't listened to our first one if they're letting us know I'm teasing. Right. I'm so excited. They're letting us do this again. Me too. Me too. I love it. Our plan for today is to talk about strengths, right? We always love to talk about strengths here at HTYC, but more specifically, even than that, we really got to talk about what strengths really are because Mm -hmm. I feel like some people don't know and Mm -hmm. how we can make the most of those strengths when we're trying to make a big old career change, which we know Everybody does. There's probably Scott could probably tell us the statistic on the average number of times a person makes a career change through the duration of their working years. But for me, it's probably higher than most. For you, it's probably higher than most. So when we're thinking about making those career changes, your strengths is really what comes into play. Strengths are the bomb. They're like our little secret weapons. And today, I think Cindy and I are going to try anyway to show you how we've used them and how you can use them in career change. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things with strengths, though, is that a lot of times we get confused or we don't know the difference between our skills and our strengths. And I think that sometimes we're not 100% sure which is which. So for Kate, for you, when you're thinking about strengths, no skills, let's start with skills. When you're thinking about skills, what things come to mind? Skills are like tangible things that like you learn how to do them and Maybe you start a new job and they say, here's your, these are the skills you need to be able to do. And they yeah. don't come naturally to you always, but you can get really good at them. Like you can hone those skills and practice those skills and make processes and just get good at stuff. Yeah, for sure. I hear that. So when I think about skills, the first thing that comes to my mind and not to like date myself, we're doing it all the time, dating ourselves all the time. That's all we do. The first thing I, the first thing I think about when somebody starts talking about skills is I think about Napoleon Dynamite. Of course, who doesn't? Everything to me has like a movie reference, but I'm always, I'm thinking the scene in Napoleon Dynamite when he's talking about how nobody wants to go out with him. And Pedro's like, have you asked anybody? And he's like, no, he's like, who would I ask? And then he's like, I don't even have any good skills. And Pedro's like, what do you mean? And he's like, numchup skills, bow hunting skills, computer hacking skills. Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. So like when I think of (laughs) skills, it's those things. It's like, can I, do I have like ninja skills? Do I have that sort of skills? That's what I always think of is skills are like, yeah, it's like those things that you need to master. I do not have ninja skills. I have no ninja skills. I'm always, trying to, I'm always trying to improve my ninja skills. But I think that like skills are those things where it's just, it's the stuff you 
pick up along the way yep. on your journey, right? So for example, some people may get certifications and stuff. Did you know, Kate, that I am a certified pool operator? <laughs> I did, but <laughs> I don't think that is an obvious thing that most people would think about you. It's a skill, right? It's just, it's a skill that I needed to have for a role right? that I was doing. So I picked up that skill. So strengths, a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think of strengths and you, we talk about strengths a lot, we work with our strengths a lot. So when you're thinking about strengths, what do you know about strengths? Yeah. I tell you what, I know a lot more over the last two years of working here at HUIC about strengths than I ever knew. And I had done my strengths before because we live in our strengths here. The strengths are just things that you are like naturally or inherently just good at Mm -hmm. things that you just can't help, but doing well, we call them our superpowers, right? They come naturally. We're gifted with them. And if you don't know what they are, we're really cheating ourselves, right? Yes. Yes. And I think you said something really important because if you said we're going to cheat ourselves on it, right? Because I think the trickiest part about strengths, I always say this folks, the trickiest part about strengths is because they come so naturally to us. And for a lot of us, even those of us that aren't that humble, if something comes (laughs) too easily, we often dismiss it, right? We think, oh, everybody can do that. Anybody can do that because it comes with so much ease for us. So I think a tricky thing that we have to learn to do is to recognize those strengths and know what they're about. And it's so, you're so right on about how we dismiss them. We think that just because we're good at something that it must not be hard or it must not be, it must not take the talent or it must not take any important skill or work and so like, we just discount it and we're really just, it's a superpower. So yeah. here at HTYC, we, we work in our strengths. Our whole team does our strengths once a year together. And we talk about them and we go through them and we know where we can leverage people on the team because of their strengths. But so if you've listened to our podcast before, you know, that we tell our clients, you've heard Scott, we help our clients really focus on what we call the signature strengths. Um, you've probably heard us talk about those before, but These are the things that really make you uniquely you. And it's important to know what they are. They could be your superpower. It's important to know that you have these superpowers when you're making a career change and what they are. You were telling me earlier when we were talking about this topic and you gave the best analogy for (laughs) how we use them. And you were talking about Iron Man. Can you hear that? Because I just was like, yes, for some reason that made perfect sense to me. I think of Iron Man every time we talk about uh, our strengths being our superpowers because I love the Avengers. Shout out to shout out to them if they're listening. Tony Stark, my favorite Avenger ever. Robert Downey Jr., if you're listening to the HCYC podcast, Cindy is dying now. Okay, I'm a fan girl. So when we talk about our strengths being our superpowers, I think about Iron Man, right? Tony Stark's just a a dude with attitude and money. Okay, so he's just Tony Stark. He's doing his thing. And then he needs to be Iron Man. There's a need for Iron Man. We got to save the day, Iron Man. Get your suit on. He puts on the helmet. Strength. He puts on the suit, the arms, the legs. He snaps into the boots. It like it covers him. He can now fly. He can, he has weapons. He can shoot at the bad guys. He has superhuman strength. He has that entire 
system of armor. And these are the things that make him strong, right? I love that analogy because when we're talking about the career change process and we're talking about strengths, it's almost like you need all of those components, right? Like you can't just throw mm-hmm. on a helmet and be like, boom, done, ready to save the world. Like you need to take right. all of those other pieces to build it for you. And when you are able to recognize your strengths, you're able to, more importantly, right? Because it's real talk. Okay. It's like one thing to know your strengths, right? To understand mm-hmm. that. But it's a whole other thing where you can say, okay, what do these strengths do that make me the realest version of myself? So when we think about signature strengths are a mix of things. It's a mix of the things that you are naturally good at, but then also the things that you've done, your experience, all the things that you've seen and all the, all the jobs that you had and the roles and the good and bad and the ugly and all that kind of stuff. And then the other part of that puzzle And I think it's the part that people forget about. It makes my heart cry is that piece. That's the things that they actually care about, right? Mm -hmm. The things that are valuable to them, their interests, the things that make them curious. So it's not like, oh, hey, make your side hustle or make your hobby, your side hustle sort of thing. But how do you bring those components in? Because the best way to identify whether or not you're using a signature strength is by how you feel when you're Mm -hmm. using that strength, right? Not to get all woo or anything on people, but it's that feeling that you get when you're in the zone. You're excited. You're going to find new ways to use that strength. You're going to look for ways to share that with people. And we use these signature strengths to help our clients find what we call, we call the unicorn opportunity, right? We're a little Mm -hmm. bit obsessed with unicorns on the team We love a unicorn. Right. Yeah. Because it's not just about the things that you're good at, but it's also about the things that you want to do and the things that you want out of a role and what's meaningful and impactful for you. Because just because you can do something, I say this all the time. It's like my mantra now, Kate, you know, it's my mantra. (laughs) Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. So that's where signature strengths really come into play. Because it's not just about what you can do well. It's about what you can do well and enjoy. Absolutely. Amen on that. Can I get an amen? Amen. I think it's really important to double down on on what you said there. It's one thing to know your strengths, but then making them work for you so that you can work happy. That's almost a skill that you have to build. You have to figure out, you have to go deeper. You have to really lean into your strengths and you have to figure out when you're making a career change, if that's, if it's going to be something that uses your strengths so that you can be happy for sure. When you're trying to find that unicorn role or even make a career change that might get you one step closer to that, that unicorn role, knowing your strengths is a huge advantage. You know what you're good at inherently, you know, where you can be an asset I can read a job description and tell you if my strengths are going to make me hate or love a job because I have di- I have dove in to those strengths and I have that deeper understanding of what I'm really naturally good at and it's so helpful for when I'm looking for that next role. I always make a joke here. I have to stop and make a joke. Where was HTYC? Scott Anthony Barlow, where were you? beyond two years ago when I made so many painful career changes. <laughs> and now I have all this wonderful knowledge and I don't right. ever want to look for a job again. So, you know, the best thing is that we can teach other people how to use it as well. So, yeah. you know, when you want to do work that has an impact 
and you want to do work that feels good mm-hmm. and you want to work for a company that believes what you believe in and like their why is a why that you just feel so connected to hashtag Simon Sinek, right? Like that is why we need to get so far into our strengths because that sets us on the path to knowing how to find that quote unquote unicorn role. Yeah. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. And also yes, double time, Simon Sinek. See what you're doing. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our strengths, right? Let's talk about our, we know our strengths, right? So we've done this work. You and I have done this work to really kind of unpack where our strengths are, where our signature strengths are, how we use them. And it was funny because we were joking a little bit earlier when we were talking about this. And I was like, would it be fair to say that we have our unicorn role? Would it be fair to say we're in an ideal situation? I would say yes, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I got a horn growing out of my head. Yeah. And we're going to show people like why that, Mm -hmm. why we think that, right? How that makes Mm -hmm. sense, right? So we're going to start with talking about how do people figure out the base strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Because they got to start somewhere. And I think this is a place where people do kind of get messed up because they'll say, oh, let me write down my strengths. And then what do they do? They start writing those skills down. right? <laughs> so there are ways, there are methods, there are things out there that you can do and you can use. And the one tool that we use here at HCOAC is the strength finders assessment, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about our strengths, we're going to Talk about them in the reference of using our strength finders results, our top five strengths while we're doing that. So Kate, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of walk you through how I do this when I'm talking to people because I actually really love doing this, right? Okay. So in the strength finders domain is what that's what you said they called it, right? The domain. The domains. Okay, there are four domains of strengths in the Clifton Strength Finders assessment, and they are influencing relationship building, executing, and strategic thinking. So just a little side note for folks that aren't familiar with the Strength Finders assessment, the words that you're going to see are big words, right? So Kate's top five are achiever, empathy, strategic, input, and responsibility. So So these are really big words, Mm -hmm. right, Kate? So I think one of the places that we start with clients is what do those words mean to you? So let we're just going to kind of walk through them, Kate, right? So achiever is a strength that's in the executing domain. So mm-hmm. I want to know what you th- how you relate to that strength, how you use that strength and about how the superpowerness of it comes through. Yeah. So, this is funny because all of my life, I've felt like I'm like the girl that gets stuff done. And long before I ever took the assessment for the first time, probably three years ago, four years ago, I knew I was a a doer. And that is one reason I spent so much of my time assisting people in life is because I just, I'm an achiever. I like to get stuff done. If we've got a goal, how are we going to get there? So that really helped. I think that really helps around here in HTYC land when we have a project going and we need help getting to the end of it and getting to good results and just handling stuff and getting it done. I love to make a checklist and start checking stuff off. Nice. So that's the core of an achiever. I feel like it fills your bucket sure. to get it done. Right. That feels great. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. And then for my empathy, 
also, it's funny. And, and if you've never taken StrengthsFinder before, once you take it, I feel like it gives you a little mirror into yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is why I've always done X, Y, Z so well, or, you know, this is why I'm good at this thing. So my empathy Empathy is strong with this one. <laughs> Always. We have Samantha on our team. We talk about hers, her harmony. She wants everybody to get along, right? Mine is the empathy. So with empathy, when you work with a group of people, you kind of can put yourself in their shoes a lot and it helps you to really relate to and understand people. And that's what I love about my empathy. Superpower. So I use that a lot. I use it on people. I, I can come to wherever somebody is. And I like that. I like that I have that strength. My Wait, can I pause you for, I want to pause you for yes, man. the thing that we didn't do is maybe we made the assumption that everybody already knows what we do here. So maybe we should tell them what we, <laughs> what our roles are. So it makes more sense, right? Absolutely. Kate, tell the, tell the folks at home what your role is. So then this is kind of going to make sense too. Oh, what my role is. We here at HTYC wear many hats. We are a small group of people. I'm going into my customer service voice. We're a small group of people getting a lot of stuff done. And so I started out as Scott's executive assistant. If you listen to mine and Cindy's other episode, you might've already known all this, but it it, immediately there was room for growth in this company as we had uh, people exiting and Scott would bring to me So I would like for you to try to do X and I would say, oh, I've never done that before. Let me get on it and I'll see if I can do it. And some of those things were way outside of my strengths, but it was a great, uh, a great time of learning for me. So now I help with bringing new members of the team on, finding those right people to fit with our team and bringing them on equipping them to do, you know, setting them up for success on the team, giving them all the knowledge. And then I also am a team leader. So I have a couple of amazing team members that I focus on supporting every day. And like I said, we wear a lot of hats, (laughs) but I am one of those people that will, if it needs to be done, I like to to help doing it to do it. So that's wearing a lot of hats for me is not a scary place to be. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to be able for us to put it in context for folks that are listening. So I know for me, when I, folks are telling me about their roles and what they do, I, I, I try to do like, who can I guess their strengths? Who can I guess their strengths? Or if I know their strengths and we're talking, I can kind of see, oh, I see you. I see you using that strength. So, um, okay, I'm sorry, Kate, keep going. So we talked about empathy, which makes sense because you already mentioned some things in your role Mm -hmm. where you're really using that empathy and you're Mm -hmm. really using that achiever a lot. So, okay, let's keep, we'll keep going. So this is all going to like make a beautiful thing here. And the next two are another one of my dominating domains or types of strengths, which is strategic thinking. I've always been a strategic thinker. Uh, I feel like I was raised in a family of strategic thinkers, but the strategic strength allows me to kind of see what we need to do in order to either keep something from going down the wrong path or keep it on the right path. And here at HCYC, especially, I can really use my strategic thinking hat to um, help us make sure that we're on track in versus off track. So that's always fun. We do a lot of big thinky stuff here. So uh, we have a few strategic thinkers as well. So we, we try to use those strengths to make sure that we're doing what we should be doing and how we should be doing it. 
And the, the one that's like the sister to that is the input. You can't be as strategic if you haven't gathered the knowledge. So the input strength, if you've never heard about it, it's somebody who likes to collect knowledge. Mm. And I did not go to college. You know, I had other, there was other plans for my life. However, I have always been a lifelong learner. And Cindy, you are the same way. We love to gather knowledge. I'm not a hoarder in my physical life, but in my mental life (laughs) in this noggin is all this information I want to gather. I love to make a spreadsheet and just fill it full of information. And I love to start a project having just researched the heck out of what other people are doing or in other spaces. So the input one is really, really fun. If you want to know some really dumb facts, I've probably got some for you as well. Facts that no one cares about. The best person to take to like trivia night at the Trivia night. I am the bomb at trivia night. You did mention too earlier, like five seconds ago, about when you're describing your role and you were talking about having the opportunity to do new things in the organization and learn new things. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that part of the reason why you feel so comfortable doing that is because you do have that input piece, right? Mm-hmm. You love mm-hmm. to gather that info and get the information and do research and try new things and keep learning. Right. Yep. So I think that even though it's scary, right. To do new yep. things for you, your input just draws you to that information. I love that. So okay, yep, you got one more, one yep. more. One more responsibility. And I think a lot of my strengths, I think our strengths are sometimes inherent, but I think a lot of our strengths depend on how we were raised mm-hmm. and what our parents poured into us. Sure. And I have the most responsible set of parents a girl could have. Responsibility has to be one of my top, top five, right? My parents okay. owned small businesses my whole life. I saw that you you had to do the work if you wanted to eat. So responsibility for me comes so easy. Mm-hmm. And that means that, you know, you really care about the work that you're doing and the role in the roles that you play a part in and the company that you work for. So I, I will say that a lot of times when I'm falling asleep at night, I'm trying to shut off the work brain because it's like, <laughs> it's just there. And it's thinking about all the things I want to do tomorrow. And I don't want to forget anything important. And it's just the core part of who I am. It's responsibility. And I'm the same way in my personal life as well, uh, to the annoyance of my husband, probably sometimes. <laughs> But those are my top five. We here at H2IC have unlocked our top 34. If you want to go really crazy deep into your strengths, uh, there's always that room to expand. But I cannot wait to hear, Cindy, I know your strengths and I know that you, I'm, you know, I'm purple and green and you're, yeah. you're like orange and blue. So your yours are a whole different mix. So tell me about yours and how yeah. you apply them. Yeah, they're they're definitely a different mix. There was something too though that you said, which I think is so important, is that you mentioned your strengths and how they show up in your personal life too. So strengths are not exclusive to what you do at your no, job. Not at all. Your, your strengths are your strengths because they're ingrained in you. So I love that you kind of called that out that these th- all things should be equal. I think that's really important to point out because one of the reasons that we focus so heavily on strengths is because we want you to be able to come with who you actually are, 
right? Mm -hmm. So you need to use those strengths to say, this is, this is me all the time. This is who I am at my core, I guess. So I just wanted to highlight, thank you, ma'am, for adding that on. Cause I felt like that was (laughs) really important. It made me think of something. Yeah. So in regards to my strengths, so for those of you who do not know, I'm the director of client success here at HTYC. My big joke is that I do part detective work and I do part matchmaking work, right? Because I talk with all the folks when they first reach out to us, I help get them started on this journey. I find out more about them, all of that kind of stuff. I'm even getting excited just talking about what I do in my role. So you can kind of see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most of my strengths live in all of my strengths on the top five, either live in that influencing or that relationship building domain, because that's really, that's what fills my bucket, right? So my number one strength is winning others over. It's my favorite strength because it's woo, but essentially, yeah. So essentially for me, what fills my bucket is getting to meet lots and lots of folks and getting to make friends everywhere. I have to make friends. Hold up. Everybody. We we all on this team have said a thousand times, Cindy's going to make a new best friend every time yeah. you're off to talk to somebody. Yes. If you schedule a call with me, there is a very likely chance that within 45 minutes, we will be best friends. That's just how I roll. I don't know. Again, like you mentioned, like your parents, right? So if anybody's heard this podcast before, has heard about my dad probably more than one time, but <laughs> shout out Dave, whatever. Hey, Cindy's um, dad. Right. But my dad is like a social butterfly and he would say he's not, he lies. But I think I kind of got part of that from him too. Just that kind of outgoing. Mm-hmm. We need to talk to everybody. I was also middle kid too. So you know, how that goes, but I think that being able to use that strength when I'm talking with folks, it's important, dude. Like it's important for me to win people over because when they reach out to me, it's hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Reaching out yeah. for help with career, reaching out for help with anything is hard. Right. Absolutely. So I love the fact that folks can get on a call with me and feel comfortable. They're like, oh, she's not that, you know, scary or intimidating, that sort of thing. So I use my woo quite a bit, actually. Communication. Wow. I talk all day long. That is all <laughs> I do. I talk to people and I listen to people and we go back and forth and it ebbs and flows. And if I didn't have that, I don't think I would live. Uh, I would not be able to survive without being able to talk with folks. And it's not even about talking, right? It's communicating, hearing their story, knowing their story, getting to be a part of their story is, is so intriguing to me. So communication, humongous part of my strengths and the most dominant part of my role. Absolutely. And I think beyond that, beyond how you said communication works with your role, you are a very good communicator. It's not just about the communication, but how you communicate. You're welcome. I communicate with you as much as I can through every day because I enjoy the way that you relay information, the way that you have conversations. And so your communication is like a twofold superpower, you know? Thank you. I love that. Okay. Third, third one, third one lives in relationship building, which is weird that we was not in anyway, right. another story, another day, I guess why we was not in a relationship building, but uh third one is positivity. So I, I mean, it just, it is, it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. How I am. It is a fact. I will tell you this though, like real talk, you know, keep, keep it real is I don't like, I don't have the easiest adult life, right? Like I dropped out of college. I was in a traveling sales call to tell you guys about that some other time. Like I, it it wasn't easy for me 
right? Mm -hmm. Going through it, I was a really young mom. I was an unmarried young mom. So I cling to this fact that I, that positivity is one of my strengths because I feel like it's one of those strengths that has carried me through the toughest stuff, right? Uh, It's not even my number one, but I, I think that having positivity, sharing positivity, but at the same time, positivity doesn't mean toxic positivity, right? right? It's about being positive and seeing where things can get better, right? Not pretending like things are better when they're not. So absolutely, there's that too, because for every strength, there's a shadow strength and that's the adverse side of that strength. And I think that with any of our strengths, with your achiever, you can go to, you can always go too far, right? Yeah. You can always it's go. It's been done. That. Yeah, definitely. So uh, <laughs> positivity. Done. My fourth strength out of my five is actually honestly my favorite strength. Mm-hmm. It is by far my favorite strength. So my fourth strength is what is called maximizer. So the way that I sum up maximizer is I am basically the hype girl, right? <laughs> you are. <laughs> I I see something. And I'm like, how much like flair can we add to this, right? Whether it's somebody's life, whether it's, I'm not really close. I'm like a flashy person, but it's how do we make this the most that it can be? How can we make it extra? So when I'm talking with folks, they're like, oh, this is blase, blase. And I'm like, what? What? That is awesome. Like, right. you know, like I feel like I can see the awesomeness in things. So I, mm-hmm. I enjoy having Maximizer. And I also... I think one of the things that I really love is when I'm talking to folks and they, they get that little spark of confidence, Mm -hmm. right? For Mm -hmm. me, that is my favorite thing where I'm just like, I don't know how many times I have to tell you you're awesome. And finally they're like, you know what? I am awesome. And indeed they are right. So last but not least is connectedness. I would say honestly, functionally, and this is still what would be considered a relationship building strength. I use this strength so functionally in my role every day. Every it's day. crazy because connectedness means that you obviously see the connection between things, right? So my favorite thing is when I'm talking with folks and they don't see how things are related. Like when you did this when you were 10, how is that, the, how is that related to something you did mm-hmm. when you were 30? And I love being able to find that common thread with folks. Uh, especially when it comes to how do I take the things I really love and use that to help me make a career change, right? So those are all of my top five strengths. And obviously you can tell that Kate and I get really excited. There is something I want to say. I do want to say this because there was a second there when you were talking about my great communication, right? Mm -hmm. And for a second, I almost was like, no. Right. So that's, no. that's crazy. Right. So for somebody like <clears throat> me, I love my strengths. I embrace my strengths. I want to live in my strengths, but it's still even hard sometimes when somebody gives you a compliment right. on those oh, strengths yeah. to be like, thank you. Right. And that's exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like embracing these strengths, right? Like owning them and seeing your strengths. Like you, you need to show up for your strengths, Kate. You need to show up. That's right. Like your strengths are there waiting for you to show them off. You need to show up for them better. I think, I think my favorite thing about us is that our strengths, yours and mine, complement each other so much. Yes. So when the two of us find, when we find ourselves working together on projects, which we do every day, I feel like 
knowing what your team members' strengths are Mm -hmm. and matching up people who have strengths that can play off of each other, that is where the magic happens. And that's why it's so important to know your strengths and know how to leverage them. Yeah. I feel, yeah, that's a great point. You're almost doing yourself and your team a disservice if you Mm -hmm. don't come with your strengths, right? And when you're going through the career change process, I think about it in interviewing, right? When you think about when you're interviewing for a role and you always want to put your best foot forward. And sometimes that best foot forward is agreeing with what that person who's doing the interview is saying like, oh yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, when maybe deep down in your strengths, you're like, there's a better way, or there's something that I know that they don't know. And I could probably help them or add value because of what I know. Right. So it, again, you're doing yourself and maybe your potential, maybe not potential next, you know, role by not really coming with the things that you can do the best. So, Absolutely. 100% agree. So now you have had kind of the, the, the digest copyright, like the, the quick and dirty <laughs> on what, notes version. If you remember the cliff, cliff notes, the, the cliff notes, the Cindy and Kate notes version on how and why we feel strengths are so important, yeah. you know, especially if you're making a career change, but also, you know, if, if you want to figure out if you are working within your strengths, you have to know what they are. So mm-hmm. thanks for listening today. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to throw it over to you, Cindy, to, yeah. to let people know about some of our resources and, and how they can move forward to figure out their strengths. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, uh, we got research. We always got resources, Kate, me and you We're always giving away the goods for everyone. So right. if somebody would like to find out more about their strengths. If they want to take the strength finders assessment, find out what their top five are, find out what their top 34 are. You can email me at Cindy at happenyourcareer.com. Put strengths in the subject line. So I'll know what the heck you're talking about. And then if you're interested in strength finders, I'll send you the link to the website where you can find the info for strength finders. So you too can know your top five strengths. And then there's also some additional resources that we have and some podcast episodes that I'll be able to send folks. And if you know your strengths, but you don't know what to do with them, right? You're like, oh, I've done strength finders. Now what? Or if you just want to talk more about your situation and your strengths and how to use them and making career change and all that great stuff, then you can also email me at Cindy at happenyourcareer.com and you can still put strengths in the subject line and we can talk more about your situation. A couple of final notes and a couple of thoughts on what you just said. Um, they can also run to happenyourcareer.com slash schedule okay. if they just absolutely are dying to talk to my work bestie, Cindy, happen to your career.com slash schedule. will get you there. Email always works as well. We are freaks about checking our email. And also if you've done your strengths and you feel like you've maybe not been working in your strengths, it might be time to redo them. And, you know, we take the assessment every probably 18, 18 months or so around here because your strengths will evolve. Some yeah. will move up, some will move down in the list a little bit. I've seen mine evolve based on the places I've, I've dove into new places in HTYC alone. So it's okay to do your strengths again, if you Absolutely. want to see where you sit. And also I believe Scott will be back next week on the podcast. I heard so a that, rumor about that. Indeed, That's right. We know that, you know, people have probably enjoyed listening to who else is behind the scenes that happened to your career. And we're going to try to fade back a little bit and give Scott the spotlight back for a minute. 
we might take away the microphone again. We haven't decided. We don't know what we're going to do, but listen uh, next week to Scott. He's going to be bringing some awesome, awesome stuff about his time in Greece with the family. And we are very glad he's back. So stay tuned for that. Awesome. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Cindy. Many of the stories that you've heard on the podcast are from listeners that have decided that they wanted to take action and taken the first step of having a conversation with our team to try and figure out how we can help. And if you want to implement what you have heard and you want to completely change your life and your career, then let's figure out how we can help. So here's what I would suggest. Just open your phone right now and open your email app. And I'm going to give you my personal email address, scott at happentoyourcareer.com. Just email me and put conversation in the subject line. And we can absolutely connect you with my team. I'm not answering my email right now, but I have a team member, Kate, who absolutely will make sure that you get connected with our team and the right person on our team so that we can figure out the very best way that we can help with that. Hey, I hope you loved this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And if this has been helpful, then please share this podcast with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers that badly need it. Here's a sneak peek into what we have coming up in store for you next week. We have talked a lot about like what it takes to thrive at work as opposed to just do work, come in and maybe it's good for you. Maybe it provides paycheck. Maybe it provides some growth. Maybe it, but but what that's different than thriving. It's different than extraordinary. It's certainly different than what most people have. All that and plenty more next week, right here on happen to your career. Make sure that you don't miss it. And if you haven't already click subscribe on your podcast player, so that you can download this podcast in your sleep and you get it automatically, even the bonus episodes every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. Until next week, adios, I'm out.